Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Press Pass Podcast, a product of the Press Republican newspaper here in the city of Plattsburgh in Clinton County in northern New York State. I'm Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, and I'm joined by my trusty night editor, Ben Rowe, and we have some special guests today. Carly Newton, our uh, staff writer, reporter, is here. She covers the city of Plattsburgh. She's joining us today. Hi, Carly. Hi, Joe. <laughs> and a special guest today is Mayor of the city of Plattsburgh, Chris Rosenquist. Hey, and folks. Nice to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Our format's going to deviate a little bit today. We're going to um, talk about uh, an issue that's uh, been in the news lately, and it's gained a lot of interest uh, amongst city of Plattsburgh people and beyond the city, honestly. And that is the Crate Memorial Civic Center. Um, it's been around for about 50 years. Um, I, it's fair to say it's been much maligned for 50 years at times. Um but uh, it's in the news lately because um, the city is considering demolition of it, and there are strong feelings on both sides of the issue. And the mayor has graciously agreed to come in here and talk about uh, what's going on and how he feels and where we're going to go from here. So, Mayor, if you wouldn't mind, give us a little recap of where this issue started, where it's gone, where we're at now, and what's going to happen. Yeah, sure. Thanks. I uh, appreciate the platform. Uh, always great work with you guys and, and uh, helping get uh, the news out, of course. Uh, the platform uh, podcast is great. I, I love being here, so I do, I do appreciate the invitation and the opportunity to, you know, just educate and inform the community, uh, not only the city of Plattsburgh, but as you know, the, the region and at large. Uh, this is a big issue. Uh, the Crate Civic Center, uh, as you noted, Joe, is a 50-plus-year-old building, uh, originally designed to be a uh, recreation center specifically for ice skating. Uh, so a lot of people call it a, a, a um, ice skating barn, if you will. Uh, but it is just that. It's a square building, uh, not a lot of insulation. The original equipment uh, for ice skating uh, was... Uh, it became defunct in the 80s sometime. That's my understanding of it. Uh, and since then, uh, the building has uh, essentially tried to repurpose itself for a number of um, reasons or, or provide different um, services for city residents and just really has not come through since then, uh, since its original intent. So you know, I go back... You know, the furthest back I've seen is a memo from Clyde Rabideau, who was the mayor in the 90s, asking, what can we do with the crate? Can we tear it down? Can we sell it? Can we repurpose it? If we repurpose it, what can we use it for? Uh, subsequent mayors after that have uh, drafted and released similar memos. What can we do with the crate? Can we tear it down? Can we sell it? Uh, so here I am, uh, the 29th mayor of the city of Plattsburgh, probably uh, the previous six or seven mayors have been asking this question about what can we do with the crate. In 2016, uh, 2015, go back, um, a feasibility study was done for the waterfront. It's called this 2016 Waterfront Feasibility Study. And in, our, in, in researching the impetus for that study, we found a number of internal documents asking the same question. If we are going to study the beach, if we're gonna study the waterfront, First and foremost, what are we going to do with the crate? And that was a primary question of why that study was even performed. Uh, and uh, the question was, do we keep it or do we tear it down? 
that study alone indicated tearing it down. Uh, that was in 2016. Uh, that's where a lot of those cost estimates that we have provided have come from. Three hundred thousand uh, dollars, or or um, the the four million dollar price tag adjusted for inflation, uh, for revamping the entire building, you know, making it brand new, making it so that it can be uh, reused, or the one million dollar price tag to tear it down. Uh, even who, I'm sorry, who, yeah. who, who conducted yeah. that study? Um, that was a study done in partnership with the, the City of Plattsburgh Engineers, the Engineers Office, and Saratoga Associates. Yeah, Saratoga. Uh, that was in 2016, and so. Um, that study, after it did that analysis of do we keep it, do we tear it down, said tear it down. Here's the cost for it. Uh, this is what it's going to take. You know, and since then it's kind of just been sitting there. Um, a lot of people, and I look it, it, the the frustration, the concern, the um, the uh, the demand or the drive to save the building is not lost on me. And I will say that without without being too insensitive or, or too emotionally disconnected from the situation because it is an emotional situation at this point. I don't find any debate that I've had is based on uh, factual data, numbers, uh, analysis of use, uh, revenues generated or expenses lost due to the building. Um, when I was elected in 2020, uh, the, the, the voters of the city of Plattsburgh elected me to be the CEO and mayor of the city of Plattsburgh. And as the CEO, I look at this building not as an asset, but more as a liability. And that is proven through numbers. Uh, you know, we look at how much money the city has spent uh, operating that building. And the uh, the most money that we've profited in any one year was $245. Uh, and that was in like 2016, 2017. But overall, the city has lost a significant amount of money just operating the building and just holding the building uh, as an as a quote unquote asset. Uh, so here we are, and you know it's a hard decision to make. Uh, you know it, it was first. Um, I made it. You know, look, I made it crystal clear when I was running that I do not support keeping the crate. I would advocate for tearing it down. Uh, that was not uh, shouldn't be a surprise to people that had me elected that I'm advocating for tearing it down. That was something that I said in the, very early on in my campaign and, and certainly it's been fairly consistent with um, that message of, you know, demolition, demolition, demolition of that building and returning that building to open recreation space, again, as called for that 2016 waterfront feasibility study. So here we are. Uh, at this point, the city uh, did an asbestos survey of a number of uh, derelict buildings throughout the city of Plattsburgh to figure out what what uh, what in those buildings uh, contained asbestos or asbestos uh, materials, and uh, the crate was one of them. There's not a lot in there, uh, thankfully. And uh, based on that uh, survey, we went out and bid the demolition. Uh, the demolition cost, uh, although projected uh, originally be to be nine million or one million dollars, nine hundred thousand dollars or so, came in at three hundred and eighty thousand dollars. And so, with that being said, uh, it is my position to leverage uh, funds that we receive from federal government through the ARPA uh, program uh, to leverage the demolition of that building. And right now, what it looks like is that there is enough council support to uh, move that forward, and that's where we're at. Um, okay, thank that, you. That was a lot. I know that no, was no, a lot, but it, yeah, it I think it's. I think you know, even even glossing over some of the more detailed uh, analysis that has been provided in that 
2016 waterfront feasibility study, uh, which is there's a lot in there. And that was provided, again, I provided a memo to the council and to the public in July outlining the concerns and constraints of that building uh, after the catastrophic electrical fire that happened. Uh, and some options, uh, but part of that memo did include that feasibility study. And there's, it's dense, you know, it's not lost on me that not a lot of people got through 500 pages of content yeah. uh, based on a study, but it, you know, it's all out there. Yes, and, and there's a lot of things you mentioned that we want to ask you about. Yes. Um, we, as you know, we, we've met with people and talked to people that uh, are basically feeling, not saying it shouldn't be demoed, but they're saying, pump the brakes right now. We need more info. The, the study from 2016 is, is great, but it is six years old. Some would like to see a more um, uh, fresher uh, engineering uh, structure report, sure. electrical report, and further estimates on rehab and uh, renovations. Because a lot of people were surprised and said, oh, the demo cost is way lower. Maybe the sure. rehab, maybe the rehab cost is lower too. You know, look, if even if you apply the same potential discount to rehabilitation uh, in today's construction numbers, you know, you're still looking at three million dollars of an expensive rehabilitation. You know, so you know, I don't, I don't necessarily quote unquote buy that the demo, that the renovation costs are going to be significantly less. But let's say they were. We still are in the position that the building itself has not provided any clear benefit, financial or otherwise, to the city of Plattsburgh or to the city of Plattsburgh's residents. When we look at the group that's currently using uh, the facility as a sports facility, um, based on the owners, the business owner's numbers, 300 of those 1,700, uh, 300 of those 1,700, customers of, of, users. of his, users of his, um, are city residents and even lesser children, kids or whatever. So um, so you're talking about less than 1%, 1% of the entire population of the city of Plattsburgh saying, no, keep the building for our particular use. I don't find that to be fiscally responsible or responsible as, again, the executive of the city to say, okay, we're going to ignore the fact that we're losing $100,000 on operating a facility for 300 residents in the city of Plattsburgh. I just don't find that to be responsible. Now, I will say that the majority of the people that support keeping the crate are those people that are being impacted by its demolition. And even people who hold that building sacred because they grew up there. They learned how to ice skate there. They brought their grandkids there to ice skate. Totally understand. But again, that's what I said earlier. This is, it, it, in my mind, I, you know, at some point in having this debate, it was very much like, I can't convey it any more clear that this building is losing the city of Plattsburgh significant amounts of money and it does not provide any financial benefit to the city. And that's when it just became it just became obvious that it's no longer a it's no longer a argument about the finances it's more about an emotional attachment to something that has defined the city of Plattsburgh for quite some time um, and I call it a sacred cow the city of Plattsburgh has plenty of sacred cows this is one of them and so to talk about demo demoing a building that has been in quote unquote the family for 50 plus years yes there is going to be an emotional response and I believe that that's mostly what we're in my experience, anyway, that's been mostly um, 
what I've what I've experienced in having this debate. Okay. The other thing we we hear is yes, and this is I re- recall covering the city in the early '90s when the, this very debate happened. Um, it came up that yes, it loses money. Recreation is not mm-hmm. historically a money maker. It is a service that people desire, mm-hmm. uh, presumably, and they pay their taxes for that being one of the many services. Um, and it does serve outside the people outside mm-hmm. the city. It is a regional uh, attraction, yep. if you will. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. Recreation is a loss leader if you look at it from the business perspective of running the, running the organization. Recreation is a loss leader, but there are other mechanisms for providing recreational outlet other than retaining a building that's losing the city hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the opportunity cost of losing that amount of money every single year can be put to something else that benefits a larger population of people uh, other than the very small amount of affluent people who can afford those kinds of programs that are being run at the crate center parks again i've dumped and advocated for dumping now two two and a half million dollars in our park system uh, because parks are used a lot more heavily and a lot more uh, and they're a lot more accessible to the greater population of the city of plattsburgh than a building that's used by 300 people uh, in the city of plattsburgh or 300 city residents uh 100 i agree now you know if if i express a little bit of frustration here, I would ask the same people who were advocating to keep the crate, where were they in 2015 when the previous administration was defunding and disbanding the recreation department to why we're even having this conversation in the first place. Our rec center was closed and now it's being rented out. The crate center unfunded and now uh, we've we've been facing years of uh, deferred maintenance, roof leaks, mold, cockroaches under the turf floor uh doors that don't doors that are unusable bathrooms that are disgusting and unusable so it's it's one of those things where i i get the i get the frustration but at this point and i understand that recreation is not necessarily here to make money but to attract and retain people and improve quality of life but there are different avenues to provide that recreation opportunity that solve that same problem and I don't believe the crate is part of that solution. Okay. Given that, is there any scenario where it could be? If it, if there was an investment and proper maintenance throughout the years and promotion and marketing, um, you have a big, a lot of municipalities don't have a, a building that big. Um, could that work in a perfect world? I mean... If past behavior is any prediction of future outcome, I would say no, uh, mostly because the city was in a position at one point to have a a full-time person marketing uh, the use of that building, promoting the use of that building, filling that building with programs or third-party rentals, uh, people who were coming in from the outside using that party as as a... an expo or some type of home show and still even at the height of having somebody permanently assigned to this building to do that work the 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 crate center still lost money uh even offset even when you look at recreation as a whole um and you have you have a one aspect of that department losing money 
making up money on the other side of or other services provided through that department still didn't make up the gap. Is it feasible? I'm sure it is. Um, I just don't see how or I don't see how the city of Plattsburgh would be the one to do that, nor do I think that that's a service the city of Plattsburgh needs to provide. Uh, we do see a regional need for these types of sports facilities, and there are plenty of private developers out there that may be willing to come in and do something uh, as a regional solution or even looking at local sports organizations uh, that provide similar services to expand their footprint to provide something similar uh, in terms of a sports complex or some type of complex where uh, an indoor sports complex or or, uh, a large large indoor facility. Uh, One more quick question for me and I'll let my colleagues join you. Um, Any avenues for state or federal help? For what? Funding for rehab. Not that we've seen. Uh, We have looked at a number of state programs and federal programs for uh, for both demo and rehabilitation. Uh, We don't see a lot of monies out there for either, uh, essentially, which is why we're using internal funds, quote unquote, internal funds through ARPA to do the demolition. Carly, do you have some thoughts? Well, I mean, I know last week when we sat down with a group of people, a lot of their hesitation came from that there was no real succession plan. Like, there was no new crate in mind, you know. You take down the crate, Mm -hmm. and then there's no place for the kids to go. So, I mean, is that something you've thought about? Are there any plans in the future, anything like that? Um, No, there aren't any plans to rebuild a crate-style building in the city of Plattsburgh that's funded by the city of Plattsburgh alone, uh, organized by the city of Plattsburgh alone. If this is a regional resource, which is what I said in the beginning, when we started having this conversation, you know, we and I and I understand why. I understand why those folks who are being displaced by a crate demolition are knocking down my door and knocking down my council's door, the city of Plattsburgh's council's door. Um, rather than you know, the majority of those folks don't live in the city of Plattsburgh. Are they going to their local municipality and saying, "Hey, look, our kids are about to be displaced because we're not chipping in, we're not paying our fair share of the crate center and the operation of the crate center. We're leaving everything to the city of Plattsburgh to manage and to fund and to support and and." maintain but our kids are the ones that are also being displaced can you help um i you know whether that happened or not i'm not aware uh but again this was also part of that beginning conversation for if this is actually a regional resource let the region step up and help Uh, i said that i said also from the beginning like look if there was a solution that absolved the city of plasburg from all expenses and management of this building go for it no solution came forward. The city was still on the hook for either services to provide or maintenance costs to provide to operate this building, uh, even after the fact of people going to the state and asking for money for rehabilitation. Um, I, I don't, again, I, for me, sitting in this seat right now, I look at what are the kinds of services the city of Plattsburgh needs to provide. I don't believe that the city needs to provide a large-scale recreation center like the Crate. Uh, If anything, we partner with the YMCA, we partner with the Town of Plattsburgh, we find ways to provide different types of programming, sports programming or otherwise, for our residents, but we do it on a regional basis and we don't go alone on it. A a beach property in the future without a Crate being there, Mm -hmm. how does that impact the further development and marketing of that property? 
Sure. I mean, like, you know, we can look at, again, go back to the 2016 Waterfront Feasibility Study, which outlined a number of growth opportunities as, as, a, as a tourist attraction for the beach, uh, which, again, you go back to that study and the future of that beach did not include the Great Center. So we are looking at open recreation. It could turn into a sports field. It could turn into a music venue. It can turn into anything at that point. Uh, and what I've argued is that sometimes you've got just got to start with a blank slate. You start with a blank slate, and then you envision what you want. We already have a roadmap or some type of blueprint from work that has already been done uh, from stu- from studies and community engagement that has already been done in that 2016 study, and you kind of leverage that for future growth and development of that property. When we talk about the beach, when we talk about the city of Plattsburgh being the lake city, I still struggle with trying to understand the large amounts of opposition that my office gets when we talk about investing money into the beach, when we talk about beach improvements, uh, and the pushback I get, uh, or I have definitely seen from members of the community and members of this council saying, no, we don't want to spend money at the beach. We don't want to spend that money. We don't want to spend that $100,000 to create an implementation plan of a plan that has been developed, signed off, and, and looks like it would work. Uh, we, don't want to, we don't want to invest that money into that beach. Um, I, I find like this is similar uh, similar conversation where we have an opportunity to fulfill on administrations going as far back that I can find as Clyde Rabb who's saying let's do something different with the crate center let's start from scratch let's renew the beach and investment into the beach and right now this is what it looks like it looks like tearing the crate center down unfortunately but that's where we're at so what's the next step Sure. Um, in May, we hired uh, a consultant KAS to do an asbestos survey and a demolition, uh, uh, some type of demolition uh, analysis for the Crate Center, along with a couple other buildings uh, in the city of Plattsburgh that are derelict and need to come down. They provided their analysis on the asbestos-containing materials, again, which is very limited at this location at the Crate Center, which is actually surprising considering um, but based on that, uh, based on that demolition analysis, uh, they have, uh, s- put, we posted an RFP for demolition. RFP came back with a number of respondents. Uh, the lowest responsible bidder, uh, was reviewed by that consultant, by that demo consultant. It was made, the a recommendation was made to the city of Plattsburgh's common council to hire that consultant. That item went up for consideration, at the last finance community development meeting uh, for uh, for passage on to the regular meeting for uh, further further approval or further consideration. And that's this week? That's this Thursday, uh, the 15th of December. Uh, based on that, uh, if that, you know, again, if there is enough support in the council, which there does look like there is, uh, that item will pass uh, along with the funding associated with the demolition. Uh, and once that happens, then at that point, uh, the uh, the demolition goes to uh, scheduling. Man, it gets torn down. Uh, we envision that for the spring. spring? Okay. Yep. Um, you say there's support on the council. I think so. Does that mean 4 2, 3 3, and a three, tie three, three with me being the tie. Okay. Um, some folks might say, well, if the council split, maybe the mayor should back off and... and, and I've done that before in really, really hot button issues. If you remember my pull of the boat basin, that was a exciting time in my first few months of being the mayor. Um, but I, I, felt, I felt like that issue definitely was not appropriate for me to break the tide, but something like this is very much so. Um, we've been talking about this for way too long uh, as a community. 
and again, I, I, you know, not that I, not that I am not listening to the folks who are opposed to tearing down the crate. At the end of the day, uh, the majority of the people that have reached out to my office that I've had personal contact with who've stopped me on the street uh, said, yes, 100% agree, tear it down. It's time for it to come down. It's time for a reset. Yeah, in, in fairness, we, we've heard both sentiments yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, Carly, do you have something else you know? Well, I mean, something they brought up, too, is that they kind of felt like it was being rushed. Is this like a normal timeline for some for something like this to be demolished? Yeah, I mean, look, it's not, you know, we, we went through this process. Uh, there's nothing that I feel we're rushing. Uh, we've gone through the... Uh, we've gone through the initial survey, uh, the analysis of demo analysis and what that would take. Uh, we sent out the RFPs. We responded, the RFPs that got responded back, we analyzed the RFPs. We found funding for it. All of these things have come through the council. Uh, we started talking about this in April, May, uh, and now here we are nine months later-ish. I don't think that's too much of a rush. I would say, like, if, we, if, if, if I try to pull a political fast one in July... Two months after uh, there was an electrical fire, that would be a different conversation. We've had tours at the crate. We've had multiple public comments uh, about this issue. We've had multiple items that have come to the council about this issue. I've provided a significant amount of information from my office uh, about this issue. I think that um, considering the decades-old conversation about tearing down the crate, there's not a lot of rush here other than finally pulling the trigger and making a decision on uh, the future of that building. It's interesting because it's been around 50 years mm. and it had problems from the beginning. Where to put it, what should it be? Uh, and those problems have been bantered back and forth for sure. decades. Sure. Um, maybe it wasn't what the Crate brothers envisioned. Um, it, 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 yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I wouldn't hear. I wasn't here back then. I wasn't part of those conversations. So it is hard to say. Like, those folks who, uh, again, some of the folks who do support tearing it down use that argument. The Creek Brothers never wanted it up there in the first place. They always wanted the South End. They wanted a rec center, not a not an ice rink barn, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know those debates. I don't know the answers to those questions. I can only deal with what I'm looking at right now in front of me as, again, as the executive of the city to make a very clear, decisive decision based on based on the data that I have and the data that I've researched, um, separate from the emotional attachment to it. And again, it is heartbreaking. It, uh, d please don't let that be lost. Please uh, just don't let that be lost on this decision. Like sometimes you just got to make a very tough decision while you're looking a kid in the face and saying, can't play here no more. You got to find another place to play. Okay. And it's heartbreaking. It really is. It's not lost on me. It's not lost on me the importance of this building to the city of Plattsburgh's identity. But at the end of the day, um, are we, you know, I, I feel strongly that we'll be better by putting this to rest and moving on than we will to belabor uh, the debate that has been going on for three decades. Yeah, I mean, you don't seem to be worried that your Chris Rosenquist's legacy might be. He tore down the crib. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what that looks like in 10 years, if that's going to be appreciated or not. I mean, you know, right now. But you talk, it, you know, it's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. And, and you know, unfortunately, I've seen, you know, per, if I can share just personal anecdotes as being the mayor, it I can see where people have, and even myself, have questioned very tough decisions, whether or not I should make tough decisions for fear of not being reelected or liked, or the fear of 
going out in public and being accosted in one way or another. Every politician, sure, and deals and, with it, and yeah. I'll tell you, like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's like, do I do I pull punches here or do I not make a hard decision there? And you know, I'll tell you here, I told everybody else, I did not get elected to get reelected. I got elected to run the city and to fulfill the potential of the city that we've always said. Man, Plattsburgh has such good potential, but, but, but we'd have such great potential, but, and a lot of us are just tired of hearing that. A lot of us want to see what that potential looks like and want to see that potential realized. And I think, I just think this is part of it. I, I don't know. I just, maybe that's just my own personal philosophy on this particular issue, but it's one of those things that. There, you know, again, it's an, I think that this is one of those issues that just keep holding the city of Plattsburgh back uh, because it is uh, so attached to our identity and as a sacred cow. I don't know. Okay. Ben, did you have any uh, uh, thoughts? Um, I guess just whenever we have a conversation about this, uh, I do the weekly uh, look back column that looks back at old newspaper entries. Mm-hmm. And there's one that I always look back in the early 70s that we did a whole feature story on some of the city planners going down to the beach pre-crate and looking around and just seeing potential. And, you know, and they said, oh, there could be a roller coaster over here and a water park over here and uh, this and that. And it's like, and you touched on this a little bit, is that there's there does, when you look around down there, there's potential for it. Mm. And whether it's the crate or something else, you know, it would just be good to see some use of it, you know, in the future. And that's what I've always felt is that, like you said, you know, one way or the other, you know, find something for it. Yeah, and that's a challenge. You know, if I if I think I tainted my legacy, it would be putting a roller coaster or some type of, like, <laughs> Ferris wheel at the city beach. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, you know, I've even, you know, and again, it's like I get the debate you know, debate, I, I want to debate facts. I want to debate the numbers and the figures of it and the history of it. Um, and so, you know, I don't have some developer in my back pocket waiting for the creek to come down so that they can swoop in and build a hotel and, you know, a five-story apartment complex. Um, just not, um, it's not feasible, nor is that, nor could I really justify doing that considering I've been advocating for the city to purchase up waterfront, not sell it. Um, so that would be a really tough sell for me to then go back and say, let's sell part of the beach. <laughs> uh, when I'm when I'm still like hoping that the city comes around at some point and figures out what we want to do, really want to do with our waterfront. Well, there's quite a bit of covenants out there uh, as well. Isn't there? Tons. I mean, like it's one, it's parkland. And so for, for the city of Plattsburgh to even talk about selling parkland, it's an act of the state legislature. Uh, it's not just a matter of like signing the deed and staking out, you know, a square where we can sell off. It's just not as easy as as people may are, are making it out to be. Uh, so, um, all right. Well, thank you very much for coming yeah, in and you. talking about this. We'll give you the last word if you sure. have anything. No, look, like I said, I I understand that this is challenging. I understand that. You know, part of my job, whether it creates a positive legacy for Rosenquest administration or not, part of my job is to make these very, very hard decisions. And, you know, the like I said, the heartbreak and the emotion of it is not lost on me, but I was elected to do a job, and I believe that this is the job I was elected to do. Very good. Thank you. Once again, thank you for coming in and uh, talking with us about this issue. And uh, we'll look forward to Thursday night's meeting and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, Ben, where can people listen to this? 
people can listen to us all over the place. You can listen to us on Apple um, Podcasts. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can find us on PressPublican.com. That's the best one. Um, and your favorite podcast apps. Thanks again to Mayor Chris Rosenquist of the city of Plattsburgh. Um, and uh, we hope everybody will tune in and uh, learn more about this issue. Until then, we wish everybody a little weak side help. Thank you.